Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season Two, Episode Thirteen, Part Two. Uh, because we had, yeah. we had some unfortunate um, technical issues. I was in the middle of Arse End. Uh, I don't know where I was. And uh, you boys obviously filmed with uh, Kendall Rowan from the Newcastle. Yeah, sorry, sorry at Kendall. Well, we were both broken as well. <laughs> yeah, what, we were what both broken. Well, I was really ill after like a three-day bender, four-day bender, actually. <laughs> it was horrendous. And then, oh, and, and ill as well. Ryan was just ill. And then Kendall, unfortunately, the software that we used, she used like a... What's it? Um, a Google book or something like that? Like oh, a basically yeah, filmed yeah, off like her tablet, iPad and then a little tablet thing. Yeah, and it didn't. It all went kaput. We uploaded the video. We all looked at it and then listened to it. But the it audio was a bit iffy. Like yeah, people's people's voices would like dip out and change pitch. And it was, yeah, it was really strange. So it just like wasn't worth putting out, unfortunately. And it was <laughs> the unlucky number thirteen. Despite Kendall's lucky number being thirteen, it was a really good episode as well, Ryan. Um, but obviously, yeah, mm. it's such, such, such a shame we couldn't actually upload it. And it's been, what, like nearly three weeks now since we've... Uh, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, the international break. We uploaded an episode. Tell you what, it feels weird us. just filming again, you know. I haven't filmed in... Mm. How, how long have you filmed? Probably literally about two weeks time. Yeah, I reckon I three, three, really yeah, three, well, three weeks, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, it's mad. Mm. Um, also as well, Ryan, um, what... Uh, uh, how's your how's your love of football? Is it is it dissipated since the the, the break? Or are you still oh, still loving the game? Oh mate, I'm absolutely loving the game. Everything about it, really. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just um, it's not the same. I don't know. I, I I had this rant like a while ago. I think I like, back in like the um, hmm. I think it was just before the Euros. But then the Euros were really good, so I was like, okay, I can yeah. live with that. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know. It just feels so different. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same anymore. Um, maybe maybe I'm just getting too old. I don't know. Yeah. But it just doesn't feel old. the same. Too I, I, must, I must be an artefact. I must be like an absolute ancient artefact. <laughs> no, it just, um, it just doesn't feel the same. I think all the overthought tactics and the and the diving and the, the stuff, the scandals going on and off the pitch. And I don't know, it just yeah, sort of yeah. makes you really fall out of love with it a bit. I think, um, you know, it doesn't just apply to mm. us. It applies to everyone, really. It'll come back. I don't watch any I've gone through it. Yeah, hopefully it comes back. Right, I went right, through I, it when I, I was like, I, I, when I was like I, 19 well, or so. I think, yeah. like 18, 19, maybe. Yeah, I, I think like we all I think we all go bit. through it. To be fair, yeah. I think I, I've I've been through it as well. But also, um, I think it doesn't help the fact that we're eight games uh, winless. <laughs> I think that's a big factor as well, uh, <laughs> yeah. which probably doesn't help things. So yeah, let, let's let's crack on then, boys. So obviously, yeah, off the back of a defeat against Aston Villa, uh, was you know look. I think to summarise, I think you summarised it quite well, Ryan. You were like first half brilliant, and then second half it was like second half FC again. Uh, we just didn't take our chances, and mm. yeah, ultimately paid the price for it. So yeah, Ryan, kick us off, mate. Well, what were your thoughts generally on, on the game? Well, I want to talk about the, the first half particularly because I put a tweet on. I think um, just as Ming scored, and I said that you know this is what happens when you don't take your chances, and people were giving me a bit of this and that, saying you know what chances, what chances, but. I'm not being funny, but the game's not played in 45 minutes. So, you, know, you know, you don't just have your... God, my light's going a bit mad right here. But you don't just have your, um, you know, second half, don't have many chances and then that's it. No, you've still had your chances in the first mm-hmm. half. We had plenty of chances in that first half. I can think of Lamptey, I can think of Trossard, the Modo had a couple of chances too. We had chances in that first half to be one or two nil up, right? You don't just, you know, if you don't take those, it's inevitable. We had some ridiculous percent possession. We're basically dominating the game at that point. We're, we're playing very, very well, I thought. I think sec- mm. going into the second half, I was quite confident. Obviously, Villa started a bit better second half. But I think, I don't know, it was just one of those, again, where we just can't seem to see out a game no matter what we do at the moment. We, we, we mm. I think this loss has been coming, if I'm honest. I think we haven't exactly played well, particularly for the last few weeks. I, I don't think this should be a surprise that we've lost 2-0 to Aston Villa. 
Um, I think their goals, you know, their first goal particularly was a very good goal. But I just think, in general, I don't think we've been good enough recently to be winning games. Perhaps we haven't deserved to lose, but we certainly haven't deserved to win anything. So I think this has been coming. I yeah. think, obviously, it was all a bit made up, wasn't it, with Gerrard's first game at Villa Park. And it was yeah, always a bit, the longer the it went on, bounce, the more inevitable right. it seemed. But, yeah, I just think... Um, uh, whatever it is that we're doing, and we're doing something wrong. Uh, we're, we're, maybe it's the mentality. We said it for Newcastle, didn't we, Ben? Um, we said there's something going wrong we're, we're somewhere. We can't seem to see out these games, and you know we're one 0 up at half time. We, we finished that game one, or with a team that's now bottom of the league. Um, I don't know what it is, but this has been coming. I think. Mm, yeah, uh, um, Ben, anything to add? Or, or... Um, I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, I went to the game, and it was. Uh, <laughs> I just say, it's I a thought, long old trip there. <laughs> I just felt it was just so and yeah, standing up the whole way. I didn't sit down the whole time. Cheers. Um, up there, I'm back. It was great. Uh, I just yeah, I just feel like it was really undeserved. I th- we, yeah, we played really well in the first half. Played mm. fairly well in the second half. Again, obviously not taking our chances. Um, and then yeah, that Ashley Young came on. Well, no, I, was, I, was, mm. I reckon there was the substitution really. Lamptey and Cucurella were probably our best players, most impactful. The Potter takes yeah. Cucurella off first, and then March comes on. Nearly gives away a penalty. Um, but it done okay. And then Lamptey comes off. He was like running up and down there, constantly creating a lot of our chances. And then you're thinking, well, what now? Like kind of brought Alexis on. Didn't really get the chance to do much. And there was a counter-attack from like Webster for their first goal. Webster was doing his one of his driving runs, which he does normally quite successfully. Mm. Gave it to Gross. He crossed it in. And then they cleared it to Young, who then put Watkins through on goal straight away. And we were like caught out of possession. Shane Duffy had to throw Basuma literally towards the ball to block a shot. Yeah. That was that, it was that desperate and we just got caught it's, on the um, counter-attack and then I think like heads yeah. dropped straight away really when that went in. Yeah. We got done for pace and we brought off two of our quickest players. Like, well, I don't yeah, know what we were really literally. expecting when we take off our two fastest players in the team and then we get done for pace twice. I mean, I don't really know what you're yeah. really expecting. Watkins especially. You know, our right centre-back and right wing-back who was gross at that time were both up the other end of the pitch so then mm. Watkins the playing on the left that? wing almost yeah, was, li- yeah, was literally given and, and a golden also as well, chance like obviously don't get me wrong it was, it was, a, it was a poor goal to concede in a sense but then also you've got to give credit to Villa as well I thought, I thought Ashley Young um, he, he done really well for that goal and then obviously a great finish as well like you can't take anything away from, from yeah. the finish as well um, but yeah no, it was just one of those I, I mean the second goal was even worse from a frustration point of view <laughs> like the way how it just how Duffy basically not intentionally but just basically passed it to um, was it Web- I think it might be Webster. Was it Webster? Was it Webster? I think it's oh, Webster. Duffy. Yeah. Oh, was it Webster? I was, I was saying, Duffy. I was saying off air to you two. Oh, maybe it was. I was saying off air to you two. Like I've conceded that goal in FIFA like throughout the years. Like past <laughs> years. It's so a proper sweaty goal, isn't it? It's yeah, like you, yeah, you yeah. think yeah. you've done a good clearance, and then it lands to their player, and it's like first time short, and it goes top bin. Yeah, you're thinking, how the hell yeah. is that even real? And then you see it actually happening in real life. Taro means people. I think Southgate was having an absolute game. We were singing. We were singing. You're just a shit Lewis Dunk. A whole game because he didn't really do too well. And then he goes so and scores like, to, to finish off the I'm game. I'm surprised he didn't so, do the Maguire so celebration. Yeah. He kind of did, <laughs> for, for he the, did give it the big hit. He ran behind the goal he and did. I was giving it the big and I was like, and then we, everyone's lit pretty much left at that point. We were like, there's yeah, no He probably knows the majority of hate towards Tyro Mings comes from Brighton fans, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. literally were just yeah, slandering. Yeah. Mm. So I don't blame him for celebrating. Nah, he and he had a colossal game as well, to be fair. Him and Conte were really strong. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, though, when we're passing it around the sort of 18-yard box, just not really punishing them for anything, you know, how can we expect to win games and be threatening? I mean, I think that's probably our biggest problem at the moment. We're not threatening. We don't look like we're going to cause any problems. And I think that goes back to a tweet I put on uh, all the way back in August where I said, you know, 
it, it speaks for itself, really. It's not an, it's not an exclusive by any means. I think anyone could tell you that watches Brighton, we lack that that cutting edge. Um, we're, we're light up front. We don't have enough going forward. Um, you know, we've we've taken Mope out of the squad for whatever reason. I don't I don't quite know why because he was on a bit of a roll. I thought he scored four goals yeah. and then he's just been taken out of the team. I think he came out. Uh, of Trossard came he? in, did well. Yeah, yeah possibly. This, this yeah, is the thing. Trossard, what I would say though, right, now we're struggling again. Yeah, I feel no, like Trossard. You got Trossard, Lallana, and Gross. We're trying to like be the creatives and we're our attacking threat. But when you're against like a pretty strong defence and Mings and Concer and literally their whole back line are pretty athletic and physical with that. You think obviously Welbeck's injured, but that would have been the perfect game for Welbeck to play. Because like, what are you? Yeah. What are we going to do with those small players, agile players, against their their tough defence? And when they're sitting back like that as well, you literally can't do anything. Crossing the ball into yeah. the box along the ground constantly, and then it get cleared away. They've, yeah, yeah, they they handled it pretty well. No, that, that's that's actually a point I, I wanted to bring up actually. Um, so. We also talk about the the fact that we had a false nine in Crossard. That's like the I think Potter's been using it for the last what three or four games roughly uh, as yeah. a false nine. And and yeah, granted, it's done well. Like um, you know, notably against Liverpool, obviously he got the goal, played well. Um, you know, and, and the false nine does work against certain teams. But I feel like he doesn't. He, why do it? Like why play the same formation, the same system? So like it's the whole com- conversation of false nine versus a, a, a lone striker sort of mope an out and out striker have him like why not switch it up why not why do you think he's doing that every game why do you think he's like is it because he's like oh it's worked once our, i'm going to keep doing it i think our trouble is we just don't have enough up front we don't have we don't have the options really because you know trossard and mope are very similar in what they do they're both going to drop deep they're both going to you know press yeah but they're not going to be clinical strikers we're not going to be, you know, holding the ball up. I mean, Mope and Phoenix yeah, they're not does exactly hold the very really. well. No, yeah, but, you know, you can't be changed up and putting crosses into the box because we don't have anyone to win the headers. So yeah. our, our simple trouble is, is, I mean, we've been saying it for years now, we just don't have enough up front. And it doesn't matter how many times I can get told off for saying it. it it's, it's, not, it's just true. I'm sorry, it's true. We don't have enough up front. We don't have a, enough cutting edge no. to mm. to be taking these teams to the sword because we've now we've now faced Newcastle, a team we should have been beating comfortably. We've, we, we, we should be beating Norwich. We should be really beating Villa. Mm. You know, these are teams that we should be getting points off. Um, but that, and that's the point though, Ryan. I think, I think it, it worked against Liverpool, who are obviously arguably yeah. one of the best teams in the league because like we were able to like... Play through Nullify balls, them. Like yeah, break, yeah, 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 break through their defense that way. But when you're playing against the teams that you just mentioned, all three of those were teams that kind of sat back against us. Mm. And a false nine in Trossard is not going to be able to exactly. do what he done against Liverpool against yeah, those teams no. that sit back. Like I th- I'm surprised that Potter didn't really think that it's through, it, I, I, unless I, I, he was expecting Villa to go for it and play a higher line. That's the only time it's ever going to really work. I, I just I just feel like we don't have a plan B, and I've said it I've said it a few times in the past um, on the podcast before. I just feel like we don't have that. And that is granted because we don't have the options. Like Ryan said, we don't have the depth up front. So we, we've only got Mope, who's like basically, well, well, I don't count Lucadia, all due respect. Um, so, like, you know, it's, it's tough because how can he have a plan B if he doesn't have the players to have a plan B with, yeah. if that makes sense? But then, it, then, him, then it goes um, back to Welbeck you know, was a good plan B, wasn't it? Welbeck was a good plan yeah. B. He, he did yeah. actually yeah, do a good job when he came in. <laughs> Hundred um, percent. Yeah, but yeah. now he's gone, and we miss him already. I think we, we definitely miss now well you're there. gone. Literally, I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, well, I do know what it is. It's as simple as the fact we we need help up front, and we're going to keep mm, saying yeah. it. We're going to come to January. We're you know we've got another month left of playing football. Then we get to the transfer window again. We're going to be talking about the same stuff. We need a striker. Probably won't happen because it's January. It's going to be even more hard mm. to find a striker. If we can't sign one in the summer, we've got little hope of getting one in the January. So 
No, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm gonna get my hopes up again. Season. I know I told myself in the summer not to do it, but I'm gonna get my hopes up. Just think, <laughs> throw 40, 40 or million at Nunes or whatever the price tag. Just that is literally what we need right now. Nunes won't we need come. or Nunes any won't option come. or any option up front. We just need yeah. another option. I just, I just Connolly, want to see like a... I reckon Connolly will be gone in Jan, whether it's a loan or whatever. He's yeah, obviously not yeah. breaking into team anytime soon. Welbeck, no. I know people have said that he hasn't really been injured properly, but he ha- he is actually properly injured now. Don't know when he's returning. He seems to have just come back to the training, which is good. But the sooner we get well back, the better. Well back, yeah. back the better. And well no, back. Like, <laughs> Need well, well back. Well, well, well back. back. Yeah. <laughs> well back. But no, yeah, I think it's just an interesting debate. Just to yeah, basically the the why why is you know why is Mope not getting a chance back in the team against? Because what I'd like to see is I like I like the false nine versus the top teams. You know the Liverpool's, the Chelsea's, the yeah, Man works. City's. It works because yeah, because you can you can nullify the threat. You know you can sit back. You sort of have you know safety numbers kind of thing. But then I feel, I feel like against the Newcastles, the Norwiches, the ones we've just mentioned, it's like, why aren't we going, you know, quite mm. attacking? You know, having an out-and-out striker, have Trossard on the, like, you know, behind him or whatever. Like, it just, yeah, I, I just feel Fox like... Fox works for Liverpool because they got Mane and Salah either side, but when we've yeah. got Trossard with Lallana and Gross either side, unfortunately, exactly. it's not it's trouble. not the same cut and edge. We just <laughs> haven't got that... Uh, doesn't really work with Fox Nine. We haven't got a talisman to do it with. We haven't got the the man that's going to be feared left, right, and centre. You know, you come to Villa back in the day last year. You go to Villa. You know that they've got Greenish on the pitch. So you always know that yeah. there's going to be a threat on the pitch. You know, you go to many teams. You know, Jamie Vardy from Leicester, etc. You go to these yeah. sides. Alison Maxima for Newcastle. Yeah, you. They've got that player that that can cause a problem. And even if they don't, you, you've still got that fear on the pitch. You know, you think. Oh, well, Sir Maxman hasn't done anything yet. He could do something. Wilfred Zayas hasn't done anything yet. He could do something. You know, you come up against us. Who's to fear, really? I mean, we've had this conversation before. Trossard, mm. okay, yeah, maybe on his day, but he's already covering mm. too deep anyway, so he's not going to be able to be feared. You know, we, we haven't got someone like a like a Grealish. I know Grealish is obviously an exceptional talent, but we haven't got someone of that sort of fear factor Stature. to them. To yeah. to yeah, to to have that. That working system, because, you know, you, you say false night, it, it does work. I mean, obviously, City play it so well and they, they won the league with it. Mm. But they've got Phil Foden to fill in there. They've got Kevin De Bruyne to cover. You know, they've got the best players in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got Adam Lallana's quality, but he's not going to be taking the game by the scruff of the neck and, you know, turning on a bit of individual yeah. quality in terms of attacking-wise. So, I just mm. don't know. I don't know what it is. We we Well, I do know what it is. We just need support in, in going forward because mm. maybe I think Alexa McAllister could be it. I, I think he's, he, if anyone's closest to being that, I mean, to be fair, I don't know if you guys saw the Moises Casado uh, goal and his yeah. bit of skill as well. For, yeah, his um, yeah. skill as well. Yeah, that was unreal. Against Genk so, as well, yeah. by the way. He's one of the, the, the better yeah, teams. Yeah, he's a good side. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good side yeah. player against. So he's only 20 years old. Um, so, you know, there's there's someone there possibly that could come in and we could we could have to fit. Sarmiento, people people are calling for him to yeah, be in the first Sarmiento, team just for that yeah. bit of... He's, that pace, he's so direct. Like, we saw it against Leicester in the League Cup and he had such yeah. a... Apart from the, like, the mistake he made, he was such a good game then. Why not put him in the team? Like him yeah, and Alexis, yeah. I could imagine working yeah. really well behind Trossard. If, yeah. Well, yeah. So if you do have to drop. I, I've people. got a question then, boys. I've got a question for you. So why? So obviously, we've been on a yeah eight eight uh, eight games without a win. I think, was it five draws in that time? Three losses, I want to say. Something along something those like lines. That, yeah. yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, so funny enough, I was actually... So, all right, I'll give you a stat first and then I'll give you a... Um, uh, what's it called? A question as well off the back of it. So in the form table, right, we're still madly, right, over the last 15 games, we're ninth, right, over the 15 oh, right. games. 
Uh, and the last 10 games, we're 13th. And the last five games, we're 17th. Only Man United, Brentford and Everton in the last five games have been worse than us. Um, so we've had three draws and, and two losses in that time. So obviously, it's fair to say we're on a bit, a bit of a stinky run. We're not, we're not playing great. Uh, we're not getting the results that we want. Yeah, why it's more not you... getting the results, isn't it? That's, yeah. More, yeah, wh- more why? So, obviously, I know we've discussed multiple things. Like, we've talked about system, we've talked about personnel, but is there anything you can sort of, why do you think is the big catalyst as to why we've been on this poor run? And we'll start with you, Ben, and then Ryan, we'll, we'll go on to you after. Oh, wow. I don't know. I feel like, <coughs> I feel like the midfield is sorted. And just a quick one, I think Basuma was quality against Villa. He made so many unbelievable tackles. It was actually insane watching them. Um, Again, yeah. And then the defence, defence is pretty solid. It is solid. Then the goalkeeper is solid. And you, you kind of just, then I can only point the finger at the goal, our goal scoring. It's similar to last season under Potter when we were having these chances and not doing much with them. Yeah. And the balls, if you look at the chances we had, one fell to Trossard, who was our attacking player. The other one, the other main one fell to Lamptey, who's a right wing back. What well, can't, I'm trying to think of the other chances we had. We did, which we did have, but they're not falling to the right people. Yeah. They're not falling to the right people that are the goal scorers in the team. And then I think, then they, they do have to question, like, why why don't we have Neil Mope back in the team? Because if he's our only striker fit and available. And yeah, I, I, I would put that down to Potter playing Trossard false nine for, for, against the teams that we've mentioned. Mm. That would be the mistake right now. Of, those are the games that we should be getting a result in. And you're not even playing a striker. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, you would have to, you'd have to point the finger at the manager making the decision there. Okay. And Ryan, anything to... Yeah, I, I just, I just think um, going back to your point about you know we've we've played well. I, I, I don't think we've played well enough to win games. That's the trouble. I don't think we've you know this eight game winless run we've been on. We haven't deserved to really win any of them. I mean, even against Newcastle, second half we didn't deserve anything out of that. If anything, yeah. we probably deserved yeah, yeah. to lose no. it. I mean, against Villa, we deserved to lose in the end because we didn't we didn't put our targets away in the first half. You know, there's there's all these games really. I mean, Liverpool to be fair is probably the only one where. Maybe we deserve to get a bit more out of, but mm. winning, I don't know. I just think I just don't think we've really warranted any wins anywhere. So to say, you know, we've we've been playing well, okay, yeah, we've been all right. We've been tapping the ball around a little bit, but we haven't done anything threatening. We haven't we haven't really brought any teams to the sword or really, you know, even last season we'd say, you know, we're not getting the results, we're not tucking our chances away. You know, we deserve better. Whereas this season, I wouldn't really say we've deserved any better than what we've got. I'd say we've probably, actually, if anything, probably overperformed in terms of results because yeah, we have so been. Games we've yeah, got we have been overperforming. Yeah, we've been getting points where we haven't deserved them. And I think yesterday, yeah. um, no, day before even, was probably the day where we've deserved to lose. And, you know, we've got the loss that we've actually probably needed because it's our first loss away this season, isn't it? For a bit of perspective on it. But, you know, that's been coming, I think, rather than, you know, we're not getting the results we deserve. I, I feel like this has been coming. So where it's gone wrong, I don't know. Yeah, I, I probably agree system-wise. I'd, and maybe Potter's getting it wrong at the minute. Um but I just don't. I don't know. I just think the most part of it comes down to the fact that the failings in the transfer window, um, you know, failing to get that strike, strike, failing to get any sort of attacking footballer yeah. that's going to be able to bring them, bring a team. Yeah, up we did. It, that's a know? good point. We said at the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. I think it was like our deadline day podcast. We were saying like, I think Maz, you actually made the point. You were like, it's a bit risky going into the season with Neil Mope, yeah. an injury prone Dan- Danny Welbeck, yeah. to say the tag, and Aaron Connolly. And it is what well, November now. It is finally start to show that we're having to play no, it was, it was inevitable, wasn't it? 
So so talk about the transfers, Ben. So I think that's a really good point because we we look at Andy Shakiri, for example. We, I think he started to score goals for Augsburg. He's doing so well he, out there, I think. Yeah, he's doing he's Did doing he score well. Score against Did he score against Bayern? Yeah, I think so. Scored against Dortmund. Yeah, he got some kind of a goal in Goldman for sure. And then obviously got Simmer out on loan Stoke, I'm not saying he's like I'm not saying he's like a well beater at the moment, but you know, he's another attacking option that we've let out on loan. It's just I'm just a bit baffled as to why why didn't we keep them in the squad? So at least, yeah. you know, let's say, yeah, uh, you know, when, 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 when well, can never to be, exactly, yeah, like, even, even if they get a 20 minute cameo, you know, or half an hour here, half an hour there, or playing the league, um, league cup. He's playing in the Switzerland example. team now as well, Zakiri. Yeah, so I'm just, Switzerland now. yeah, just talking about the whole transfer scenario. Like at the time, I was saying, our oh, boys, you know, we've got Kukurea. I remember saying, you know, it's fine, we're going to be fine. But yeah, in hindsight, we're, we're clearly not because we're lacking those, those attacking options. Well, we, uh, I think, um, to, with Seymour, he's been injured, isn't he, a lot for Stoke? So oh, okay. that's a shame because yeah, he's, been, recently, I think he's yeah. been out in. I think he's been out for like five or six weeks, which is a shame because, yeah, maybe it's a it's a frustrating move. But I sort of I could get my head around it to the fact you know he needs to adapt to England. Zakiri, I wanted mm. to see stay because I I always saw something in Zakiri. I thought he was a good player. Yeah, and the amount of times everyone said it, I thought you know everyone says Zakiri's way better than Aaron Connolly ever will be. I think so. I just I just think. Why loan him when we could have loaned Conley? Let him get that sort of time that he needs to develop if he needs it. I don't know if he can develop, but try. And then with Zakiri, keep him in the squad. And, you know, yeah. bring him up with us. You know, I'm not saying that as a dig. I'm not saying that as a dig. I'm just saying you know, <laughs> yeah. he's he's not he's not developing, is he? Let's be honest. Aaron Connolly hasn't developed yeah, for the past yeah, year it, for Brighton. He's so not playing. So If anything, yeah. he's declined. Developing points be on his driving licence. It'd be better yeah. if he was out somewhere else, <laughs> developing up, you know, getting game time. Zakiri yeah. probably didn't need to go out on loan, and he's doing well out on loan. I just feel like there's yeah. there's players out there, and even if we bring back Simmer, because I've, I've seen that Simmer's going to be coming back in the, in the January anyway, because I think Stoke want to uh, cut it short because it's not really worked for them oh, really? because he's been injured. So if that's the case, get him back, get him fit again. And just use him as an alternative. You know, we haven't got anything to lose. I kept saying it last season. I'll say he's again. He's huge as well. He's so tall. Yeah, he's yeah, six foot tall. He's probably only twenty years old. Probably only like yeah. Dan Burr's probably the only tallest per, taller person in the yeah. team. He's just a different yeah. option. Like, like I know this. I know this is not a comparison at all. But like, for example, I've just started playing football manager. Uh, the new one, right? No, but I, I, that I, 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 no, yeah, no, no. But just, just, like, <laughs> just to give you a bit of an example. So, I, I obviously I'm Brighton uh, this season, and what I did first of all, straight away, right? So I was like, right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Mopay up front. However, I'm gonna bring in a because uh, I, I did. I, um, I signed another guy, basically Xerxes, you know, one of the young little, you know, little wonder kids. So signed in for the what, next the season. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Brian, Brian striker. So I signed in for the oh, next oh, season. Oh, Brian, Brian. Yeah. yeah, so I needed a loan player. So I was like, right, I know. I was like, right, Mitrovic was on, was available. So I was like, right, he's a target man. He, he's good in the air. He's different to Mope. So like, basically, the point I'm trying to make is, why yeah. in in the transfer window, why didn't we bring someone who's different? Like this one, I think I, I don't want someone similar to Mope. I don't want like a, a similar style. No. We want someone completely different. So it's chalk and cheese. So let's say in a game we're you know 70th minute we're one nil down we need a target man bring him on do you know what I mean instead of bringing someone like for like why yeah. have Seema. a different option <laughs> like that we've, we've got that in Seema, Seema, yeah, yeah exa- sure exa- exactly yeah, yeah. it was Welbeck as well well, yeah. Welbeck was the, the, the guy we brought on. Remember, we were like one 0 down against Sheffield United last season. We brought him on, and he got that goal like the 90th minute to equalise against him. Yeah, and, like, yeah, you just think yeah. that that that's where it worked. That's when you brought that kind of the taller man, bit of more of a target man. Exactly, something different. The box, these scores, yeah, yeah. something different. Yeah, he's yeah, only that's exactly um, what we need. I'm just looking up Seymour at on, the man. moment. He's only he's only played two games of the Championship and two games in the Cup. So other than that, he's oh, been okay. out. So. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, literally been injured like the whole season. So hopefully, if he comes back, I'm, I'm having a look now. 
just seeing if he's. If we look at Mitrovic's stats, I saw something crazy. He um. What's it? I think he needs only 12 more goals in 27 games to break the championship record. Yeah, he's Ivan only Tony's, on 20 league goals or something Yeah, like that. Ivan Tony's uh, that record. Is, I know yeah, those he's a goal scorer, are isn't mental. He's a goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. Scored against Portugal, set David I, I feel like though, with Mitro, I, like, as much as I signed him on FM, I feel like his championship, <laughs> championship is his level. Like I think he's one of those yeah, players. You know the ones, yeah. the players that never... Like they're not good enough for the prem, but they're they're too good for the champ. Yeah. He is that player. Knockouts he's in that go. Between, he's in that little grey area. And then just finally, uh, just before we move on to the next topic, um, just what you were talking about, Ryan. Um, you know, you're talking about like our deserving to win in our sort of last eight games. If we, yeah. I'm just looking through our, the the so from the, the first game that started our eight winless game run. Guess boys, it was Crystal Palace that one all draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah we and obviously that to lose. We, yeah, we deserve to lose. And then Arsenal, we deserve to win. To be fair, that that game. Yeah, probably should have got uh, Norwich, win. Norwich, we yeah probably uh, about not, fair not great, to draw to really. If anything, they could have even taken yeah. it from this. Ma- Man City absolutely tore us apart. Um, yeah. And then Liverpool, we deserve to get the point for sure uh, yeah, against them. The yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Newcastle, we were pretty poor to be fair. Second half, and then Villa, yeah, you know, it, we, we I feel I, do, I would disagree. Yeah, I think Ryan, you're saying that we deserve to lose against Villa. I, I, th- I don't think we did deserve to lose at all. It was just okay. Like, two, uh, maybe three I'm being harsh. Right I just yeah, think, I feel, um, I feel like the draw, but I do know what you I'm mean. Just... I think we were drew a loss, like, and also. We, I think this whole conversation is happening because we've had such a good start to the season where we've yeah. been getting decent results. So we're kind of used to these results now. But the results we've been getting are now kind of results that we may, some people would argue that we're normally meant to get these kind of yeah. draws and a loss now. But I think, yeah, we've been, uh, we've had such an unbelievable start to the season. So we we're obviously a bit upset that it's now kind of petering out a bit, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, draws no, can get you, draws can get you good you know, results in, in the league, you 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 can get Europa League up by getting draws. But, you know, only look at, um, what's his name? What, what's his name? Uh, Wolves. They got draws literally all the way through the season. They managed to get top seven. Oh, mate, they're, um, they're, mate, they're killing it this season, though, Wolves, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're playing well. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, we need, to start, we need to start getting some wins. And I don't know where they're going to come from yeah. at the moment because, yeah, I say we deserve to lose. Okay, I, I'm saying it more as a fact of you don't take your chances. You, you know, let the game run on that long you're sort of setting yourself up to, you know, throw that game away. I mean, it's, it's, it seems to be like that mentality thing, as I keep mentioning at the moment. We can't seem to hang out these games. And I think the longer things go on, the more, you know, you deserve to lose, I think, is what I'm trying to say, as, as opposed to the fact we yeah. played awful. I didn't. I don't think we played awful by any means. But the, the more you, yeah. you know, you take off two of our best players, you deserve to lose. You know, you deserve to get the consequences. <laughs> Something's about to go yeah. wrong, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ryan, you you brought us on beautifully to the next topic, which Ben Ben wanted to cover. So that was, of course, it was Potter's hundredth game. So again, big shout out um, to Potter, obviously for for, t- for having us yeah. uh, hundred games uh, under his stewardship, uh, and hopefully another hundred to go because uh, we still rate him. He's a top top manager. Questionable. Yeah, quick yeah. one though. Like but, obviously, yeah, only sacking. On. There could be a managerial merry-go-round with potentially if Rogers yeah, goes to United, do Leicester yeah. come in for Potter? Yeah. It that's. That's one of the yeah. things I'm a bit worried about. Well, no, I think I think personally speaking, I think Potter's still invested in our project. I feel like he's still his heart's yeah, still in the club. He still wants, you know, he's still mm. thinking about the long term yeah. rather than. Just, I, I, I don't see him as one of the strikers. Like, just, oh, sorry, managers to go uh, just to yeah, leave yeah. and um, leave. Yeah, I, I think as well. Like he's he's sort of proved in the recent weeks that you know he's still got that time to go. Yet he's not ready probably to no. take on a big big job like United. Because if he went to United. They'd have to give him time, but he'd be the most watched man in the, in the world. You know, he'd be oh, everything 100%. that he does is going to be watched because he's at the biggest club in the world. So, you know, if, if Potter went there at the moment, I think he's way he'll be too out of his depth in terms of 
just having that sort of attention, you know, just that alone is enough to make a man crack. And I think and their yeah, egos in the dressing room. I don't think it would be used. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronaldo. Imagine Potter telling Ronaldo what to do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so 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 the point we we wanted to make um, on that. So Ben, Ben, you brought up, didn't you? You're like, uh, well, his substitutions obviously. People have questioned them in the past, uh, last season, uh, and even times this season. You know, and we, we we've talked about it today with the Lamptey and Kukurea decisions. Um, do you think like so? Uh, the question I, I suppose what I want to pose is: Do you think he's got a bit of you know how uh, Pep Guardiola always gets like well sometimes criticised, even though he's the best one of the best managers in the world, he gets criticised for overthinking and like you know trying trying too much at times. Like mm. I, I don't think it's overthinking, but do you think Potter has that like sometimes ability to sometimes make those sort of uh, rash decisions when it comes to substitutions? And not really thinking about like, you know, the, the the sort of the impact on the game. Or yeah, we'll start with you, Ryan. What do you think of his substitutions in general? I mean, his substitutions were questioned questioned a lot last season, weren't they? Like that was a big talking point yeah. as to whether Potter's you know his, his game management, which is still you know it's not it's not always a one to say the least. But you know that's going to be something that he learns as a manager, as a young manager. He's gonna have his downfall some places but at the same time you know if that worked yesterday we'd be saying it's a tactical masterclass it's just sort yeah. of how it goes as a manager you know you, you either you know if it works you're, you're a genius and if it if it doesn't you just look a bit silly but you know this occasion Potter looks a bit silly for doing it and I must admit I think taking off you know as I keep saying two of our best players I don't know I don't know what you're expecting I don't know why what the thinking I, I, was behind the substitutions that, looked like he was trying to it. Looks like he was trying to go for the game, doesn't it? It looks like he, you know, he's bringing on Alexis. Yeah, they're yeah. even though they're defenders, they're most attacking threats. But I think he wanted—I yeah. don't know—I don't know what he wanted. But the, you know, he brought on Alexis, put Pascal out wide. You just think maybe, maybe he's trying to go for the game a bit too much, and maybe See, that's maybe, the thing you know, as well. Actually, you might have to argue. Well, we would we would say if we sat back and we lost, then you would say why don't we go for the game? It's one of them ones, isn't it? We kind of went well, for I've the seen, game um, and got punished because Welbeck and Gross were caught out of position. Yeah, and I've seen Gross get men- mentioned a lot. He's been, you know, people are really ripping into Gross, but like he's playing so far out of his position at the minute, and he, and everyone knows that he's he probably good. the slowest I think player he was good in the against squad. Villa. Yeah, I thought he was all right, apart from the goal where he was obviously caught out. But I think, you know, what mm. are we expecting a, a, an attacking midfielder slash central holding midfielder to do? When he's put right back, when he's probably the slowest player at the club, I just don't understand what you know. Up against Ollie Watkins, who everyone knows is rapid anyway. Where's the yeah. Where's the logic in that? I just can't see like you're putting the slowest player at the club against one of the fastest players at Villa. Where's the Where's the logic? Because he's always going to get skinned, and you know if he's if he's now running up against Webster as opposed to Tarek Lamptey, I wonder who's going to win that one. Well, it's always going to be Watkins, and he's going to cut inside, and he's going to bang it into the top corner like he did. I just don't I just don't understand the logic. I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if it was time management, but they didn't. Look, they didn't necessarily look tired. They're, I know they're running, running up and down them wings all game, but like unless it was tiredness and we can, I couldn't really tell. But yeah, they they were playing out their skin for the whole time until they were taken off. So yeah, yeah I honestly, I really would like to know what the decision was behind that. Yeah, taking yeah, off our yeah. two most impactful players, but, but that's obviously that's what's going to happen. No, definitely. Um, no, yeah, it's, no, it's an interesting topic. Like, yeah, my my personal sort of opinion on it all is, um, yeah, I, I feel like definitely one of his. Um, sort of uh, when it comes to his managerial abilities, I feel like one of his problem areas is man, man uh, not man management, sorry, um, to, like in game management. Yeah, sometimes I feel like, yeah, some of the substitutions he makes, when he makes them as well. Like, my, my big thing, I think, was it early in the season, he was like making, he wasn't making substitutions to really late. And I was like, why yeah. why are you not doing it a little bit earlier? Yeah, you know, there was why, that spell. Yeah, it? it was about spell. And he was doing like, yeah, he was making 80th minute substitutions when we, like we could have 
got gone for the game or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I just feel like sometimes his in-game tactics, uh, sorry, in-game decisions on substitutions, yeah, it, it's definitely still lacking when it comes to being that top-tier manager. Uh, and also as well, prior to the games as well, his, sometimes his uh, tactics in terms of, yeah, false nine instead of uh, sole striker, that kind of stuff as well. But yeah, in general, obviously, I'm still buzzing with him. Like, I still think he's a top, top, top manager. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like... He's still got he's a long way to go. Like Ryan said, yeah, like Ryan said, like Ryan said, he's still got a long way to go. I don't think he's nowhere near as the finished articles. A lot of maybe Brighton fans see him. Um, I still think he's yeah. still got a long, long way to go. But yeah, he's, he's a top kind of manager. I will, so, what I will say is a positive. I know there's been a lot of moaning in this episode. It's just because yeah. yeah, we are we we've we've had such a great start, and now it's kind of yeah, it's going downhill. Got a bit flat. Well, I think it's more bit. just yeah, like um, we started dropping points a bit. It's more just like the fact that. Because we're not playing well, like well enough to win, I think we're well within our right to have a little moan about it. Because we're not, we're not being like, okay, we could come on this podcast and we could really slander the squad. We could say, you know, he's useless, he's rubbish. Mm. We could well, we've say seen the standard they can produce, haven't we? I guess exactly. We've seen what we're they can do at the beginning of this season. About it. Exactly, we're coming yeah, yeah, no, productive about it. We're talking more tactically. We're talking about you know the, the players individually. You know what they're doing wrong, as opposed to just you know saying they're useless. We want to, yeah, yeah, no, you know, no, no, no I, I, I don't we're think we're not Mark Goldbridge. You know, we're not Mark yeah. Goldbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. The positive thing I wanted to say was Jason Steele, and I, I'm, I probably wasn't the only Brighton fan that was worried about him being in goal against Villa, and you know he made his Premier League debut, made two decent, like a couple decent saves. I remember the mm. first half, I think he like charged out and like smothered the ball against Ings and then the second half Mings beating Dunk to a header yeah, for a free kick yeah. and what a strong arm that was brilliant yeah, save, great save. Um, great save yeah. some people really que- you question like his the way he like dived for Watkins goal but I think it was just a really good finish mm. I couldn't really see much because he had like Duffy and Basuma in the way yeah, I don't know fair. if I said it on air yet but obviously Shane Duffy pushing Basuma that was probably the most that was the funniest yeah. thing from that whole get, that whole day trying <laughs> to get him to block the ball pure desperation that was but yeah I think Jason still uh, yeah can hold his head up high I think he had a really good game and Potter was saying yeah. before the match wasn't he he was like since since he's been at the club he's improved so much and people yeah. always remember him from the Sunderland Till I Die documentary just hold him to that when he obviously was playing in a pretty dire team yeah, and yeah. conceding loads of goals and ended up leaving <coughs> people just think label him as that but yeah I think yeah, yeah still had a really good game he's obviously not listening yeah. to this but if he is well done yeah. mate. shout out Jason shout, shout out Jason Jason still my lord Stilo. <laughs> um, right and then um, and then final thing boys I suppose to, to cover is of course the big game uh, versus Leeds 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 so uh, yeah boys well, who wants to kick off then Leeds what, 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 what do we think my favourite team to play well, against for Twitter interactions that's for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well we're, we're their bogey team aren't we like we Smash yeah. them, yeah. smash them out both. Well, yeah, we do well against We only won one nil to get away, but played yeah, well though. Well, well, well merited what we got. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, be able to I burn out in full flow, to... so it should be fun. Be able to burn out, it's a pot of burnout at the moment. Fucking hell. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Obviously, no. To be fair, yeah, like you said, and and boys, it's a TV game as well. So I know that always adds a bit more, yeah, a bit more of an occasion to the game. Yeah, a bit of spice. Yeah, a bit of spice. A bit of spice. Um, so, yeah, no, but obviously Leeds, Leeds themselves aren't exactly on a great run themselves. Um, no, mate, I think they've only beaten Watford and Norwich uh, in the last sort of eight games or so, yeah. uh, which, again, is, isn't a massive sort of thing. They're always uh, watching play Spurs yesterday. Leeds fans. They're always fun customers. Yeah, they are. Make it good fun. I watched, I watched them play yesterday. Dan James was actually fairly decent, to be fair. Jack yeah. Harrison's had a Speed. bit of a poor time out here, but he was okay yesterday. I think, yeah, he was one of their better players as well. Mm. They've got... Yeah. I th- I, 
to give them benefit of the doubt, they've got quite a few players injured, haven't they? Oh, so they're mate, playing quite I'll, a lot of youngsters. I was going to make that point. I think I think they've got yeah. a lot of key players out. Um, and especially like yeah. yesterday, for example, Rafinha. Like, Ryan, you talk about players that can change a game. Rafinha, yeah. he's, is un- like, he's unreal. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Like he's he's, the, he's by far the biggest threat. If he plays on Saturday, I'm worried, I'll be honest with you, because I think he's he's top class. He, he, is, he is a top four player. Like, I think he's that good. Um, he's brilliant. So I, I feel he's like if he plays... Yeah, yeah, if he plays, because he's starting week in, week out for Brazil. Like that's that's no mean yeah, feat. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, him uh, versus Cucurella, that would be a really, 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 yeah, really yeah, good, yeah, uh, yeah, battle for sure. on that down that side. Or even I think he switches sides sometimes. Yeah. Right? So either one, if he's against Lampard, just don't take Mark Cucurella off because he's he's, he's so <laughs> yeah, good. Literally just don't, don't take him off. Keep Please him on the pitch. Yeah. Keep Lampard on the pitch. If they're both fit, they stay on. That's it. Don't take him off. Mm. Why? Why take him off? It's just. Especially against Leeds, especially against a side which are known for cutting in with dangerous wingers. With Dan James and Rafinha on either side, they're very, very fast, pacey wingers. We cannot make the mistake of taking off two of our quickest players when we've got the most direct, quick wingers probably yeah. outside of the top yeah, six. Yeah. We just can't let that happen. It's just not. Yeah, Dan James skinned Ben Davis a couple of times last. Yeah. yesterday or yeah. last night it was and, a, that, um, yeah, he, he and was also rapid. as well a special mention as well I don't know if you guys have seen much of him but I, I've, I've seen him in a few games now uh, Joe Gelhart um, their striker Gelhart, yeah yeah, yeah, Gelhart, yeah, he yeah. Decent, mate he's he looks unreal. Like he's a proper talent. I think he's. I think he's what nineteen or eighteen or something. Cool. We sound like Sky Sports pundits here talking about Leeds, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but no. I, 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 th- I think he. I think he's. Uh, yeah, definitely one to watch in the future. I don't know. I don't know whether he starts against us though, because obviously if Rodrigo's back, I'm assuming he goes back into the side, yeah, and then Rafinha yeah. obviously comes in as well. Um, but no, I think look, Leeds is always a tough game. Like they got, they have got quality on the pitch. I think defensively they're not so strong, but going forward they got what in the midfield they got Calvin Phillips. Um, they can going forward they got. Rafinha, they've got uh, Rodrigo's you know, half decent. Obviously, James. You just signed well. Ben so White they... back just for this game alone, just because last season he really <laughs> ripped the part, didn't he? Both home and away. We just need to sign him yeah, back just for a one game does. alone. But no, I, I must but admit, if, I've got if a bit of confidence Elsa. going into it. I've got to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I do. Like, if you're Bielsa, you've got to be looking at the games we've just been playing. Get, yeah, the teams that we were playing where we've they've kind of sat back a bit. Mm. And they've coped with our attack so well, that Trossard Force 9. Unless that doesn't yeah. change, I can't really see us get too much out of the game, unfortunately. Yeah. I know they've got a defence a bit of a shambles, sometimes you could argue that. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be, a, I do think it'll be a tricky one because yeah. we're not like, going to be um... confident of breaking him down if we can't break down the other teams that we play. Like, like you said, against Newcastle, couldn't yeah. break them down. We, we were punished I, th- I think it's going to be a tough game. I really do. I, I don't think I feel it's like going to be... I feel like this game screams Neil Mopé, though. I feel like it needs someone to really wind him up because if there's anyone that's <laughs> going to wind him up, it's going to be Mopé. If there's, you know, there's fans at the games now, get Mopé rattling all of that leads leads end because that's what spurs him on. That's what he needs to get. Mm. So I reckon this game is, if, if there's anyone that's going to bring Mopé back into the squad, it's going to be against Leeds because this is the one that, you know, he, he has a good record against Leeds as well. Historically, he scored a few for, uh, for Brentford mm. against them. I just think now, you know, he's, he's against the side that hate him already. You know, that's what he spurs off. Get on him get into them because we need to go direct against them even play Sarmiento play someone more direct play Alexis McAllister play, take some risks oh, I'd, That's love what to play. I'd love to see yeah. Sarmiento play honestly yeah we need some risks running him running at Liam Cooper Sarmiento versus Liam Cooper would exactly. be a battle exactly. I'd love to see and you know no, you've got Terry Lamptey we've got Kukureo you know we've got we've got the quality yeah. we've got the talent we just need to 
go a bit more direct. That's our biggest problem at the moment. We're not threatening mm. enough. And coming up against the lead side who are threatening, but we've also got a very, very good record against. They haven't beaten us in God knows how long. They've only beaten us, I think, twice in the last think, 12 years. So we've got a very, very good yeah. record against Leeds. This is the, this is the game yeah, well, where we beat, we beat them home and away last season. Uh, exactly. so we, we've done the double against them last season. So, yeah, we, we're going to be able to learn where they yeah. will learn from his mistakes of like maybe and, not give, maybe not giving Potter too much respect and also as well I, I think a big a big factor as well is like look we're at home you know like we're at home we, we're, we're <laughs> playing against elite side which is which is like not you know but I know I know yeah I know the home guy's not exactly we could do part of fans zone on that's alright now yeah, actually right no, right no, right. Right. actually, actually <laughs> uh, talking of fans actually I, I wanted to bring this up because I wasn't on the Newcastle pod I actually wanted to bring this up so there was a lot of chat I'm sure everyone would have seen it on social media there was a big big like, I think there was a tweet went right, well semi-viral basically he was like oh the, uh, he was a Brighton fan basically saying that the home fans are basically terrible and they make no noise and the atmosphere is terrible the Amex etc etc um, so that was actually and it went yeah like I said it went semi-viral especially in the Brighton community, community like everyone yeah. was talking about it um, and debating yeah. like yeah what, what's it like what, what, first of all do you agree that, that the atmosphere is bad which I'm sure I know the answers to and then second of all uh, <laughs> what do you think that we can do to improve it like if it is bad what can we do to improve it what can, what can change bring, it, bring in the Brighton ballers Brawlers, <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> Brian Brawlers. Oh, you've got to see ballers. that. Do you know what's in it? Oh, the Brian Brawlers. Oh, yeah. yeah so I thought, said, I thought you said Ballers. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, no, Brawlers. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah we need some Ballers as well, mate. Yeah, uh, We need some yeah, clappers. Some drums as well. We need to uh, knock, no, we need to knock no, down the East Stands. I'm joking. Yeah. Just get rid of anyone in the East. Just get rid of the East Well, the family Get rid of the South Stand. And you know what? To be honest with you, the West has not much better anymore. The only the thing is though, right? And I'm going to say this because I sit in the West, and um, I always come to the North after the game anyway. But people in the North stand always say to me that you know we always make a noise, but no one follows on from it. But I'm telling you right now, right? I sit in the West. Okay, albeit I'm in the West Upper, but you don't hear the North from up there. I, I'm being serious. You don't hear it. It's it's very yeah. quiet. Like it sounds it sounds loud when you're down there because I've sat in the North quite a lot in my lifetime of going to Brighton games, but. When you're up in the West Stand, because I've only just moved up here, you just generally, you don't hear it. And that's why it's always so out of time, because you only hear it late. So it's, it, the, the, the atmosphere just doesn't work. So the yeah, North Stand boys think they're doing a good job, but it, they're not really. It's yeah. not loud enough. Like when you go to Palace, <laughs> you're not. You're not. when you go to Palace, that, that ground was absolutely rocking, absolutely rocking back mm. to front, right? When you go to the Amex, you're never going to get that because there's not enough yeah. there's not enough noise to be generated. When you go to do, do the East Stand, they don't say anything at all for the whole game. Then yeah. it's clear, it's literally empty by eight minutes. So it's just do, it's just pointless. Yeah, do you know what it is for me? And and I, you know, I might get a bit of stick for this, or maybe maybe I might not. Maybe you might agree, but I just feel like, with all due respect, and this is, I say this really like as nicely as I can. I feel like it's very corporate and a bit soulless. Like we just, it I just so feel like soulless. it's all like. Uh, yeah, it's it's very like corporate, and I feel like eighty percent of people were there just because they've got been giving tickets or they've been you know like for example I know right this it's is an example yeah yeah exactly exactly like yeah exactly it's, it's like oh a trip to the Amex we'll go watch the football like that's I, why I, away days are so much better because you're with the fans that all if you're going to a away day that well not yeah I, I can imagine the corporate some people do care but also like they, these are the people that sing like the away fans are always the people that yeah. are going to sing make a noise and just do anything to try and hype up the team. Whereas you yeah. go to 3pm kickoff on a Saturday for a day out, but, I feel like that's what yeah. a lot of people treat it as. But, but this, this, is, it this, is, this, this is, again, a very small example, just just quickly, yeah. This, this is a small fair. example, but for example, my, my uh, one of my good friends, George, um, and his and his colleagues, they basically have four season tickets, right? And also, I think uh, their friends have three all together, so there's like seven of them in a line, right? And he, he outwardly says, he goes, I'm not a Brighton fan. 
I just go because I've got a season ticket through work and I'm just there just because, you know, have a, have a few beers with the lads and I'm, I don't care about Brighton. Right. So yeah. I think if, let's say you have, yeah, let's say you have thousands of those people. <laughs> it's going to have a knock on effect on the yeah, whole so stadium and the whole atmosphere. So yeah, we've got a, um, that, we've got oh, almost a problem of, um, <coughs> excuse me. Our ground's almost too big for us, isn't it? Really, because yeah. we're still a small <laughs> club, yeah. and I know I know a lot of people similar to you, man, who so just go there because they've got a free ticket. And like my my mates, yeah. openly like they're all Man United fans, Liverpool fans, whatever, and they will go to the game because they can just get a ticket and it's like yeah, yeah, it's just watch football, isn't it? Yeah, watch the Premier League. Yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. like that is just not the point of going to the games. I would genuinely rather have that ground half empty. But oh, 100%. full of Brighton fans, you know, that's that's why that Man care. City was yeah. so loud because there was only 8,000 fans there, but they were all actual Brighton fans because you had the to ones that, yeah, be the in ones that. that had the more, yeah. most loyal points or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so that's why that great game was so loud as opposed to going there. And, you know, I agree, it's so soulless, it's so corporate, it's so dull. We've got no chance, we've got no good... At most we do LB, and even even away games. <laughs> yeah. we, haven't got, we haven't really got chance, have we, to be honest. I mean, you go to yeah. even Liverpool, OK, the, Am- Anfield was so dead, right? But they've still got the capacity to do it. You can tell that, you know, if something went well, that whole ground would be up and, and loud. Whereas... At the Amex, at most, you're going to get Albion after we've scored and then everyone sits back down again and has a pie. I just yeah. don't think it's... Mm. It's <laughs> the easiest enough. one. I think it's because everyone goes to the yeah. Albion one. That's the one that the ground all charts sing together because it's like the easy one, mm. easiest one to like pick up and like hear and like imitate or whatever. Whereas, and- obviously, we've got the individual songs for individual players at the North Sam will sing. But then, yeah, like you said, right, it's just obviously so hard for then the East and West to like catch on to it because by the time we've yeah. done it, <laughs> it's kind of over, but, and then the West End try and yeah. do it, but, but not, ben, not everyone in the West End wants to sing. But Ben, again, I, 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 look, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I attend loads of games. However, when I was attending games, when I was living back in Brighton, I, I remember I used to be like quite like passionate. So I'm, you know, I, sometimes I get quite you know caught up in it. So I'll be like shouting or whatever, blah blah. And then like people will be looking at me as if I'm like. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what, what? why are you being so loud kind of thing? And I'm like, well, I'm just being a fan. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to, you know, mm. just get generate a little bit of noise. You know what I mean? And I just felt like some people get ostracized or they feel like if they do make noise, they're going to be looked at funny or, you know, the people yeah. in like the, you know, all the people that are there just for a jolly up or just there for corporate, they don't say anything, sit there in choir. They'll look That's at you, like, like judging you. Yeah. Like, oh, why are you singing? Or why are you shouting? Why are you doing this? It's like, well, because I'm a football fan. I'm here to watch the game. And, you know, mm. this is my way of, you know, trying to support the team and generate a bit of noise. You but know what I mean? At Villa away, like I started, it was, was such honestly such a good feeling starting a whole chant for the whole like away end sings. But I started Graham Potter's Blue Art Army, like the clapping one, and it went on for so long. It was such a good yeah. feeling, like because we were like the lower tier, and then you got the upper tier as well. Mm. Everyone started doing it for ages, and it's such a sick feeling. But like you said, Maz, like I've done that once it gets lesser, it works around the whole stadium. But if you do another song. Like let's say you're in the West End, you stand up and try and start. start oh a song. yeah, no chance. No one around you is going to be picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no think chance. I do think it's a bit of a generational thing. Like we've gone through the phase of getting the Amex. We've had the people that go there, like mm. you said, Ryan, have their pie. Don't really care. They have a Premier League team that they support. Yeah, there <coughs> are young kids now that are starting to support Brian, and I am seeing it through. Yeah, yeah. yeah that actually just solely Brighton. I'm seeing it when you go to away games. There's that. The collective of young lads now that are loving it. They absolutely love Brighton, and when they're older. Their kids are going to st- actually support Brian rather than yeah, someone yeah. else. I feel I like think, I think it's a yeah. slow over time, process, over time yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. work. Over time yeah. it will work, but right now, yeah, it's yeah, it's really weird. See, the thing is, right, if, if there's um, two teams, yeah, and if there's a rival well, fan system, to this, it, it does sound so plastic. It sounds so pathetic because yeah. you know you've got clubs like Newcastle, Aston Villa, 
Palace. You know, these clubs have proper core fan bases. You know, they'll create mm. an atmosphere. Okay, Villa Park wasn't exactly rocking, to say the least, but they can do it. You know what I mean? They can they can make that place a proper oh, Villa Park, that was dead, by the way, yeah. That, that, yeah, it was dead. Shocking. It was dead. But then they when when they scored it was a you know they 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 have it in them to make a noise and, and Newcastle yeah. fans have it in them to make a noise Leeds fans make Ellen Road an absolute yeah, you know, it's, yeah it's rocking whereas you know you come to the Amex back oh, in the yeah, Championship you... days genuinely yeah. it was pretty good I mean particularly the Championship um, promotion season. We were good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you would go to a game and it would be loud there. You could enjoy yourself. You could go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But I agree. I know what tweet you're talking about because I think they said it's just not as an enjoyable experience when you go to the Amex. And I think that it doesn't mm. only come from, you know, just the, the chanting aspect. It just feels so dull. Everything seems so dry. Well, no, it seems so but, fake but, to me. And that's why I've sort yeah, of lost no, but, that love for football because it just doesn't no, seem no, no, as enjoyable 100%. when you go anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, he, he, do you remember Knockout was saying as well? Uh, Knockout even said it. He was like, D- with all due respect, like the, the crowd at the Amex is just not that great. Like, he, even yeah. as a player. So imagine, so imagine, right? So again, Ryan, it goes on to your point. Imagine a, 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 a rival team coming to the Amex. They're thinking, oh, it's not, you know, who cares? It's, like, it's just a, you know, no one's going to, I don't feel intimidated. I'm going to come here and try and, try and play football. Like, I always remember know? it. Paul Merson said, like, literally like that. It was our first ever game in the Premier League at City. And they were talking about it. It was like, it's when he was, he was watching Brighton City on Saturday and he was like I, I, if I was a player I'll be going to the, the Amex I'll be thinking cool this is a nice place to play like, yeah. you have yeah, no yeah, worries yeah. you're not yeah, exactly. nervous about playing against it he was like for the, he was worried he was like for us he was like this is good a lot of players are going to go there and not be worried and like play a really comfortable match because it's not threatening yeah, at all yeah, yeah. not threatening Mate, it's not, like, like, no, yeah it's a nice yeah, place to go to 100%. rather than a scary place to go to like some yeah, players might like, think you look back on games we look back on games, some some like iconic Amex games. We 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 used to have a thing of like you know building up another Amex classic. You know that I remember writing things like that on Talk Seagulls and stuff. You know we we've had another Amex classic. It's another classic night at the Amex where we we would go to Manchester United and we would push them all the way. You know the good crowd would be behind absolutely everything. You'd be celebrating throw-ins more than you'd be celebrating goals. You know so that sort of feeling has just gone. Like it's completely evaporated, and particularly over the last three years, I'd say probably since um that. Almost relegation yeah, season my... under Hute in second season. Yeah, 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 I'd say yeah. since then it's just declined so quickly, and I don't know what it is. Well, do you reckon I COVID's like, maybe had, a f- um... had effect of it? Like, obviously, everyone's been out; they kind Possibly. of lost their lost their rhythm no, potentially. Like, everyone's now suddenly I, back. I, I, I just creep like I, I think. That. No, no. Do you know what it is? I, I, I genuinely believe. I think it's, as we're getting bigger as a club, the more plastics you attract because it's because because it becomes more like as you get bigger, right? You become you become more uh, commercialized in terms of like you, you're able to to reach more people. You're so for example, like we're talking about how like people just come for a day trip. They're like, oh, why don't I go to the Amex for a nice little trip? Like, why don't I go just go watch Brighton for a game? Like, as a non Brighton fan, do you know what I mean? So as you get yeah. uh, like Ryan, you said Premier League football is a big attraction. Like, you, imagine as a Man United fan, if you're living in Brighton, as a Man United fan, you can go watch Ronaldo at the Amex you've got much more yeah, chance of doing that than you get people have tickets, going there to tickets at, at the uh, Old Trafford the way, way exactly and exactly. That's, yeah, what's, yeah. that's what's so pathetic about it because you know I go to the games I don't even take notice of who he's playing in the opposition I just go there to watch Brighton right? I think, we, I've yeah. watched Man City more times than I watch any big six club because I went to Wembley and stuff as well and I, I couldn't care less on who's that pitch, to be honest. I just I just want to see Brighton win. That's all I'm there for, right? And mm. if Brighton don't win, I'm going to go away bitterly disappointed. And then we've played Man City, for God's sake. So, yeah. you know, that's the thing. We haven't got many people like that anymore. It's more just going there, as you say, to go see these big superstars. And the mm. trouble is, that's just a football thing. That's not just a Brighton thing. Yes, okay, it's a Brighton Premier League thing, Premier is, thing isn't it? It's a, yeah. it's a very commercialised market. Premier League is is so corporate that, that you know you can't yeah. do anything, you can't say anything. You have to be so politically correct 
all the time. And I think that's starting to now rub off onto fans and stuff. You know, you go to games, it's not the same as it used to be because there isn't those intimidating atmospheres. You can't get into sort of, you know, that that atmosphere just doesn't happen anymore because, you know, it's so... It's not a working-class sport anymore, is it? It's not working-class. Brexit means Brexit, it's not mate. So much uh, just... Right, boys. <laughs> right, boys. We, we can talk about this for for, for years, on, uh, yeah. but yeah, unfortunately, we're gonna yeah we're gonna have to, yeah. we're, we're gonna have to wrap up. On I think we've touched it well. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we've one. covered pretty much. We, yeah, we we covered. Didn't even plan that angles. conversation about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but no, no, that, that was a good. No, that was. I think we we covered that really well there. Um. So right, yeah, boys. Final thing before we leave. Uh, predictions. Then Ryan Leeds Brighton predictions, please. Uh... Oh, I don't know because it really depends on how we attack. If we don't attack again, we pass it around sort of midfield attack, and don't attack, do anything attack. with it. Oh God, if we sing that song as well, I'll just, I'll just refund my season <laughs> ticket there and then. If we start going attack, 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 I'll just re, that's it, I'm done. I'm not playing, I'm not watching football anymore. But um, no, I think um, genuinely it, it'll be tough, but I, I feel like if we do get that Amex atmosphere a little bit, you know, like it used to be in a championship, you know, this is the game where it's sort of, it can be like that, you know, Leeds, Leeds at home in the championship, that, that ground, you know, is going to be rocking. Right, it's, it's, it's happened so many times. Mm. This Spe- is the game where like Tuesday night. We used to always play in midweek as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was going to be yeah. the same again. It's, it's, so it's going gonna, gonna to be dark, but it's going to be night time by the time we're playing Leeds now. It, hopefully, we can generate some sort yeah. of atmosphere. Everyone's going to be yeah, a little no, bit drunk. Prediction wise, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Prediction wise, prediction wise, oh, man, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I'm not that confident, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I reckon I'm the a draw. Same, unfortunately, I would, I would say a draw. I feel like they, they, you know what, they, they didn't say... do too bad against Spurs yesterday. Oh, yeah, Spurs. They were Sorry. good against Spurs. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, I reckon a one 0 win. I'm going to go really positive. I'm going to say a one 0 win. I don't think that we're going to go <laughs> really beat positive. them properly. I don't think it's going to be you know either team's going to really smash each other. But I just feel like because we're both pretty good quality teams, we both got good managers, we both got good mm. players. So I feel like it's going to be a, an edgy one. I feel like if anything, yeah. it's going to be a one nil, and I, I think that I hope that we'll we, we'll be the ones to take it because hopefully, hopefully we get to see a bit of like because we saw it against Villa as well. There was a little moment in that Villa game where there were some big challenges going in, and they were sort of being let go of. And I'm hoping that we can get some of that in there, a little bit of fire, a little bit to spice it up a little bit, you know, because otherwise football, as mm. I keep saying, is so dead at the moment. I really, really have lost interest in it. Really have lost interest in it. So I just hope that we have that little bit of an edge on it. Um, going into um, to Leeds because if it it, it, can, it has the marks of being a championship classic, it, it really does. Yeah. Um, so I hope I won the absolute win. belter. Um, and then yeah, to finish <laughs> us off, I think I, I want to be positive, but unfortunately, I'm the same. Uh, I'm in the same boat as Ben. Unfortunately, like I, I feel I want to be positive, but I just feel like it's going to be a draw. Uh, I'm going to be a bit of a pessimist. So yeah, draw for me. Um, however, Ryan, I, I agree with a lot of things you said. Like we can, uh, you know, we we got we definitely got the capabilities to edge it. Do you know what I mean? Mm, uh, yeah. But yeah, whether we do is a different matter. Uh, so boys, listen, I thought we've been I thought it's been a brilliant, brilliant return to the podcast. I think it's uh, we come. Yeah, it's been a while there. coming as well. Yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, I yeah. hope everyone who's been listening enjoyed that. And, of course, if you did enjoy it uh, and you're watching on YouTube, please do hit the like button. Uh, make sure you subscribe and comment, of course, as well. And, boys, what are we having this week in the comments oh, down below? Before we talk about comments below, actually, I wanted to mention sure. right, to all oh. the uh, Apple podcast review haters, yeah? I've cut my hair now. Let's not having a go at me now. Yeah? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, you can stop having a go at me now. I've well, cut that, my hair. That's I've got short hair again. Always. All right. Oh, so, we need to do yeah, that, by the way. We still need to do the, um, <laughs> we need to do the Instagram <laughs> post, by the way, Ben. We need yeah. to sort that out. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So in the comments, rate Ryan's new haircut. Yeah. In the comment. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> out, of 10, that out of ten. Oh, out of ten. Out of ten. 
Uh, yeah, put a rating down below, all right? Out of 10. It's uh, not that bad. Nice. Please don't hate. Oh, my God. Is that bullpen? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. We're good. <laughs> so, getting old, <laughs> mate. Getting old. We're good. Right. Um, so, boys, uh, absolute pleasure, uh, as always. And when are we going to be back? We're going to be back on Monday next week. Exactly, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, yeah. One of yeah, the, yeah, one of the two. One of the two. Si, senor. Availabilities. <coughs> Availability. All right, boys, absolute pleasure. Love you all. And everyone, thank you very much for listening and tuning in. Peace out, A-Town Down. Peace.